Our heroes have begun to delve deep into the twisting corridors below Asgard. They've encountered traps and strange beasts, which, while weirding them out, they did manage to defeat. Will they be able to break into the vault, or is Loki leading them on a wild goose chase? Shall we find out? And welcome to A Rendezvous with Destiny, a Sky On actual play podcast. As ever, I am your humble GM, Luce, and with me today I have... Hello there, um, I'm Graham, and I play the character of Elspeth Lockwood, the Guardian of Baldur. And I'm hoping that there's going to be some more weird spider creatures in this here dungeon. Because, you know, let's see the wildlife. Uh, hello everyone, I'm Will, I play Cleo, who is a hunter of bast. I'm sure I change how I describe her in every episode introduction, and I'm wishing you all a Merry Christmas. Hi, my name is Am, <laughs> I play uh, Flora Watson, daughter of Sun Wukong, the Monkey King, and I can confirm, I've been going through all of our old shows for a special Christmas surprise that is yet to be mentioned. Spoilers. Um, spoilers. And... Graham and Luce consistently introduce themselves exactly the same every single time, and Will and I introduce ourselves completely differently every single time. How different? Like, super Amazing. Different. There's, like, slight variations and stuff. Yeah, that, that's that's the feeling I get. I did notice Luce stressed a different word in their intro when they were started, when they said, hello and welcome to Skyward, an actual play podcast. Actual podcast. I was like, ooh. <laughs> it is an actual different. play podcast. Not a fake podcast. Ah, oh, listen, I just say words. <laughs> Sometimes they come out alright. In one of the um, actual play podcasts I listen to that doesn't need any promotion, um, they when some one of the uh, cast introduces their characters, they refer to them, they're like, he's a fictional, I play the fictional character. And everyone's like, yeah, of course he's fictional, why do you have to specify? D- does Amazing. the fictional character have a name that's similar to a real person, maybe? Or? No. I, I guess they just want you to it's know. a D&D. There are some. I think it's a double bluff. There are some D&D games where you can play like fictionalized versions of real life people or whatever, like some tabletop games. So that might be why, maybe. Will Campos doesn't deserve your validation, guys. But yeah, uh-huh. speaking of, I can't think of a good link, but um, cri- 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 Christmas. Speaking of Christmas. It Christmas. <laughs> Did someone say Christmas? Um, I think it was this us. is. This is being very awkwardly handled by all of wait. us, by the way, dear listeners, because we are in fact recording this um, towards the end of November, because we record our episodes in advance, so this is why yeah. we're all being so weird about it being Christmas. See, I'm a strong proponent of Thank the idea you. that Christmas doesn't start until December, and I know there will be disagreement in the chat. I am um, also a very strong proponent of the fact no, that Christmas starts No, the starts only opposition has come from Am, yeah. who sent me a selfie yesterday, which I did not react to with a heart emoji because she was wearing a Christmas jumper in it. Good. <laughs> Wrong. Wrong. I mean, I have purchased my Christmas jumper, but I haven't worn it yet. You only have one Christmas jumper. Well, my other ones are at her, uh, the other ones are in my parents' house, and I fair enough because um, of stuff that is happening in the world that we're not talking about. I can't <laughs> well, get them. I yeah. Know what I mean. So I have ordered <laughs> myself an ugly Christmas jumper that I will be wearing a lot Lovely. as soon as we hit December. 
It has bells on, it jingles, it's amazing. Well, you guys, I'm going to level with you. I need this Christmas spirit, and the reason why we're recording so early is because I'm about to do a month of retail at Christmas. Oh, no. No. I, I remember doing this, and I am so glad I no longer work in retail. I no longer have to speak to any customers at the moment. It's great. I'm very happy of that right now. It's so nice. Because I imagine for the next, like, two weeks, when everyone's somewhat released, they're going to be doing crazy. Oh, yeah. So, um... I'm going to need you guys to tell me, like, good, like, what are your favourite things about Christmas? I need an injection of Christmas spirit before I have to listen to Christmas music on loop for 40 hours a week. I really enjoy, like, you know the weird point you get to in the sort of early Christmas afternoon where everyone has got zero energy to do anything and it's just sort of kind of relaxed but just really zoned out? That's like a good vibe. You know what I mean? that weird sort of mm, everyone's eating a little, quite a lot of food depending on when you have your christmas dinner and then they're just like should we do something no i don't think i will <laughs> the sheer amount of food that gets eaten over christmas is something i always look forward to and also when big board game family so we always play a lot of board games but we all but th- progressively throughout the day and the next couple of days after you just get steadily more and more tipsy so board games become ever more hilarious your family has some weird, weird kind of Christmas party games as well, from what I remember. Well, yes, yeah. We um, I don't. I'll, we haven't talked about this on the podcast before, but my family. Um, I think we do, in my brain, quite a normal Christmas because we've always done it that way. I mm. explain it to other people, and people are like, "What is this?" Yeah, you, Lewis you is an start, only like, child, and it's thing. very clear when they talk yep. about like anything to do with their family. We tend to do if we have we won't have all the family this year. But if we when my dad's family come up, we tend to all do shots starting at about ten o'clock in the morning. To be fair, we do start drinking at Christmas. ten as well. Mm, we did have absence shots one year. That was We're an not interesting shots, move. That's obviously the hardcore Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yep, but on Christmas Eve we always go to the pub. Then we always come back from the pub when the pub closes, and then we end up dancing along to Christmas songs in the uh, this yep. In the piano room. L- L- you can, you can, you can tell me? them the piano room. Piano I'm not room. saying that. Hold up. Because they realise how much of a massive tour it would make them sound like. Yep. And, they're, and then they're really like, Should it. I mention I have a piano room? I think I will. <laughs> it's, we only use that room as Chris, at Christmas as well. Because <laughs> it's too cold otherwise. The piano room. <laughs> We've got a big like coal fire in it. So you have the coal fire going. But Christmas music playing, we start dancing, we're drinking Baileys, we end up doing yoga, we try and see if, once the fire is cold, we put a plate on it and see if the dog will manage to get a carrot off, or a dog treat off the plate without knocking the glass of sherry over, which is always hilarious. Mm-hmm. And then we go to sleep and wake up at six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> That's efficient, I like it. Cram a lot into your Well, Christmas. I need some distraction yes. from this weird, weird Christmas. What What do you like about Christmas? <laughs> it's quite weird. My nan makes a load of really nice uh Christmas canapes, uh, like sausage rolls, where she makes like the sausage meat and the puff pastry and everything, and they are absolutely fantastic. That sounds incredible. Oh, that sounds so good. So that's nice. And we have a tradition, which may be possible this year, maybe, which is uh, every Boxing Day, uh, me, my dad, my granddad, my uncle, and my sister um, go and watch Boxing Day football. Um, my sister has... Not much, if any, knowledge about how football works, uh, any of the teams, any of the players, but she just loves going and just joining in. So we just go and get really drunk at the football. Very cute. What is, 
kind of a bummer is um, this year on Boxing Day, Will's family's team yeah. is playing my family's team. So we were going to get like a big uh, dinner together and go watch it. Unfortunately, we can't. But, you know, it's fine. They'll, it'll happen sometime in the future again. Yeah, I think something I, I've i always really appreciated about the Christmas season is I really like writing Christmas cards for my friends. Um, which, by the way, should be arriving today for Graham and Luce. Terrifying. It's very cute. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know, it makes me really happy that I can kind of send little messages to, to pals and show them that how much I love them. Do you ever receive those like Christmas letters from people where they tell you their entire life? Like like around Robin, yeah. Been doing all year. Yes. And you're like, it's because I yeah. don't never care. talk to them at any other point. <laughs> yeah. It's always my mum's friends. Like they don't talk to each other for the entire year, but we'll send each other a Christmas card. Like a, it's a piece of A4 paper that is yeah, yeah. folded up and put inside the card, and it's got all the it, details of it's everything just, that has it's happened. It's just two pages of flax about like what their kids have done, basically. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, fully. Oh, they're so weird. I think another thing I really like about Christmas is giving people gifts and seeing their faces yeah. when they open them. It's lovely. Oh, I got a really cool gift for my dad. And I'm not going to... We have to cut this because I can't explain it because I think he's in the next room. Um, I'll tell you guys <laughs> later, but it's cool. <laughs> okay. I have I outdone myself with gifts to my parents this year. I've done very I'm, well. I haven't done super well. I've, got, I've gotten my dad's presents. I've gotten Will's presents and my nan's presents, but I still need to do my mum, my brother, and my other grandparents. So if anyone has any ideas, <laughs> let me know. I have the fun dilemma of my mum's birthday Ooh. being a couple of days after Christmas. So I'm there like, mm. okay, I've got to get her something totally different for Christmas and birthday. So it's not like they're the same thing. And also I can't get her something that I got her for Christmas or her birthday last year. So I tend to cycle through different types of jewellery for birthday mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because that is quite dangerous don't know what else like. to get so one of my best mates from uni um his birthday is on the 23rd so so yes he, he has these the similar issue wait which one uh george yeah oh okay i'm just uh doing his star sign in my head <laughs> this is what am is like capricorn yeah mid capricorn isn't yeah it? i'm end of yeah capricorn great um no capricorn is 25th of december 25th of january Oh, oh. I thought it was yeah. There you are. That, oh, that 20th, makes so 20th, much sense. So that, 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 that was, that was, yeah, of course Graham's a Capricorn. That, that wasn't serious, but I was making fun of you. Oh. We move. That's so mean. <laughs> well, we all know that making fun of Am is the signal for me to swiftly move on to suggesting we begin the podcast so I escape more bullying. <laughs> yeah. But what, what else will we draw our content from? Uh, Luce, could you remind us where we were, please? You guys heard... You had the map, and you could see where the almost like the beating heart of this place was with the vault and the ever so slightly shifting passageways. If I had started working your way down one of these, you'd avoided some traps, some nice saws and various things on pressure plates. We heard this kind of clickery, skittery noise coming from around the corner where you saw um, what You've been told that there was some strange automata guarding the vault. You didn't realise quite how strange they were going to be. What with this snake-goat-spider hybrid coming around the corner. But you guys easily defeated it. And uh, some of you grabbed some legs as spare weapons. Because why not? And that was where we left off last time. So, what are you guys you going to continue down the corridor? Yeah. Is it a straight corridor? It's 
diversion. Curving down. So okay. it's there's a slight curve, but like an endless curve, and it's a sloping downwards as well. And it, so it's like there's no turnings. I guess we so there's no turnings. Passageways occasionally join on, but they're coming from up above you rather than cool. branching off. Right, well, how's everybody feeling? Everyone all right? No one dying? No. Um, honestly, I am really loving this long-range fighting style that I've got going on now. Mm. It's it's pretty okay. effective. I'm like I'm totally fine. Yeah. I wasn't even worried about you more than like twice. <laughs> hey, shove Ellie that's a little a, bit on the shoulder. Thing. Oh, um, Clea, you've got a little bit of, um, you've got a little bit of spider uh, on you. Yeah. Um, it's gonna brush a tiny bit of machinery. Thanks, yeah, like, I don't know, I, don't, uh, I, I guess, yeah. like, they told us they, it was gonna be, like, um, like a mechanical thing, but I was still sort of surprised when it, like, didn't feel, you know, organic, like, when I hit it. So my shoulder hurts a bit from that. It was also just weird. I mean, why would you design something that looked like that? I mean, who, who, quite do we know heavy. who designed this? Yeah, um... I think they said, uh, they... Yes. Like, Huff... Huff... Hephaestus. Oh, yes. I was thinking mm, of Hugh Hefman. Probably not the same person. Do you mean Hugh... Do you mean Hugh Hefner? Um. Yes. <laughs> yes. A, a plus factor. Still probably not the same <laughs> person. <laughs> Thank you. you the, where you were going with it was strong. The execution. The delivery. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Um, Hopefully there won't be any executions. Uh, yeah, I mean, let's keep going. What else can we... You know, I mean, it was kind of weird and scary, but... You know, what else could they throw yeah. at us? Don't say that. Um, the souls of long-dead heroes, for example. I mean, that yeah. was our last adventure. Let me boss that. That was, like, fine. Yeah, but these ones are, like, Vikings. They might be cooler. I don't know. Okay, as you guys continue to make your way down the corridor passageway doesn't look like it was being deliberately made but it also that you can't see like signs of construction it almost looks organic but it's stone hmm don't like that i I want you all to roll me oh no dexterity Uh, survival okay i'm fairly good at this actually i can do that I don't have any survival. Though. This is oh, survival? fine. No. Three. Five. Uh, uh, two, uh, so two successes. Let's from see. Uh, I have four successes. I got three successes. Mm-hmm. We're pretty yeah. good. You are pretty good. You guys start making your way down the passageway. And you... You're sort of keeping an eye out because you you know that you trod on that pressure plate earlier. So you're sort of keeping an eye where you're putting your feet so as not to disrupt any more sorts of traps. And Cleo, you throw your arm out and stop Madison from taking another step forward because you notice there's these tiny little holes around the sides of the corridor. Don't know what they're there. We don't know what they do. We're going to try and do that. You've noticed these holes in the side of the corridor. They look kind of similar to various films you've seen with arrow traps. A little subtle hint. <laughs> right. Okay. Everyone likes just watch your step. 
Because we've got like a bit of medicine here, but if someone gets okay. like an arrow in the like shoulder, to the probably, knee? It's, a, it's a long way to get you out of here. Floor, was that a Skyrim reference? Maybe. I'm learning new things about it today. <laughs> What's Skyrim? Don't worry about it. That's more like it. I feel more comfortable now. <laughs> Madison, um, do you have any more of those uh, healing potions on you? Or are we fresh out? Um, I think I might have something in my bag. You took the one from the um, Smithsonian, um, the Lincoln Archive. Um, do you have any of oh, that yes. left? No, actually, we, do, actually. Did, we haven't really used yeah, that. Yeah, I think, or, I think no. we all technically still have one on us because we didn't use them during the final battle of uh, the first arc. But would we have brought them with us? I should think Elspeth probably brought a large bag full of stuff, which would include that. Mm. Flora absolutely doesn't. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, pr professor, you're sounding like more and more Scandinavian. Is that like <laughs> a thing for like being here? Or is it like affecting you in any way? Oh no. Do you think gonna happen to me as well? Maybe. I I don't Sorry, Lace. know. <laughs> I'm gonna wake up and become Swedish. Possibly. I don't think so. <laughs> Let's not make fun of my accents. I know it's, it's, al it's allowed <laughs> because I did it in character, so you <laughs> So he opens his backpack. And he sticks his hand in it, and it goes sort of uh, further into the backpack than it should do. He's being wow. eaten by a backpack. And he, he brings out a tin. It's got, you know those, it's like a, a, yeah. an old chocolate tin. Oh my tin. god! Is it sewing supplies? He's had chocolate, and he opens move. it, and there's various plasters and things. So he's like, I've got quite a few um, normal, um, mortal, Cat. regular. Medical Pro stuff. Pro yes. Professor? Yes. Can I climb in the bag to see what happens, please? Probably not a good idea. Um, there's no oxygen Can I in not it. even put my head in? What happens if you turn it inside out? All the stuff mm. in it would fall out. <laughs> and we'd be here for a very long time. If, so ah. we, put, we had another bag like that and we put it inside that bag, what would happen? <laughs> um, it would just be inside the bag. But okay, they're very rare. I'm going to just stick my hand in it to see what happens. Roll Do I me grab anything? A percentile <laughs> die. Oh no, what's it gonna be? <laughs> is that two? Yeah, that's two D10. One one. Eighty-one. Eighty-one. Okay. You reach in and you, there's lots of stuff in there you don't really know what you're feeling for, but you sort of grab hold of something. And you pull it out. And it looks like you know those um curved Egyptian swords? Mm. Kopesh, because I have referenced Kopesh. one previously in a in an earlier episode of A Rendezvous with Destiny. You have, yes. If you were listening it looks closely, like to do. it was originally one of those, but it's been sort of retrofitted. So, so you've got so it's got the curved bit mm -hmm. with the the, the sharpened blade, and it's also a long bit of wood. One which is attached a quite um, homemade-looking crossbow. What? Oh my god! Yes, it's a pistol sword, but old-fashioned. I kind of like immediately look at Madison with puppy dog eyes. Um, I don't know what that's doing in there. You can keep that. Did I you don't know. Did you make this? I might have. Um, I didn't. Um. An old friend did. Did, and he sort of did you steal this? Um, did you steal this? Stealing 
It's borrowing with an intent to return eventually. Ah. Oh my god, I'm starting to like you more and he more. reaches in and grabs out like a bundle of crossbow bolts <laughs> and hands them to you. So this is like a crossbow I can also use as a sword. Yes, essentially. Sure, why not? Oh, this is so good. <laughs> yes. Exactly, why not? I'm listing it in my inventory yeah. as a kopesh bow, like a crossbow. Yeah. Nice. I see where you're going with it. I see where you're going. Yeah, 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 I like it. Hey guys, look what he gave me. Did he Did he give it to you or did you just like take it and he didn't the right want it back? Yeah. <laughs> I think you just continued the the sort of spiral of theft here. It's not stealing if you're stealing it from someone who already uh. stole it. That's why it's okay to take stuff from big corporations. And from museums. What? What? Controversial opinions. Um, well. Don't take things from museums, please. Unless, um, actually, maybe yes, do take certain things from museums. Oh, wait, wait, wait. There's, <laughs> there's like, a scene in this film called Black Panther where, like, that happens. Which reminds me, because, like, Thor yeah, that's is, awesome. like, real now. It's like, are other superheroes? Um, Thor he, he, has seen the film Thor. Probably not. Probably not a good idea to show cool. it to him. I, want to. I feel Either. like movies would upset him. Why? What would happen? And then, that is an awkward <laughs> looks over at Loki and back, and then uh, Loki and back, like, yes, maybe not show it to anyone on Asgard. Yeah. Oh, he, they've no definitely they definitely seen it. They've definitely seen it. They've been around, like, Earth for a while, right? They've definitely oh, seen no. it. Oh, no. Loki, yes. But other people on Asgard, no. And we probably want to keep it that way. What, for, like, the, the general safety of um, Kevin Feige? Or... <laughs> I don't think Odin would be overly happy, or anyone, really. I like okay. how Kevin Feige is now canon and RWD. Interesting. <laughs> I yeah. mean, if Marvel films, if the MCU is canon, I assume that has to be a <laughs> You guys some have made this canon. <laughs> this will come back to haunt Laura got no. distracted halfway through this conversation and was just aiming at like imaginary enemies with her crossbow. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah, making little I feel like it's on brand for Cleo to like the MCU, but not have heard of Skyrim. That's, of course that's, it's like, on brand. that's like the niche that I'm yes. aiming for. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, very much so. If you, if you can't avoid the posters, she's heard of it. Yeah. To be fair, there were loads of Skyrim posters, were there? So, you guys are stopped because you I, discovered I, I, a trap. How are you going to get so past it? <laughs> Is it just, like, pressure plates? <laughs> you guys just stopped. Do you want to search for a pressure plate? What, what's, what sort of trap? We just saw the arrow. Yeah, there's the arrow holes. You... Whoever wants to roll me intellect academics if you want to try and figure out what the trap does. That would not be me. I have a backup plan um, if we can figure out what the trap does. What am I, I point at Ellie. Have a look. Well, oh, have a look. Sorry. Trap yes. Traps. Um, I was distracted. If you can, I don't know. Like, yeah. Uh, intellect academics. Let's go. Let's. Otherwise, I feel three, like Flora's plan is just like to throw something down the corridor and see what and happens. That's not actually the worst plan. Um, I was actually going to just run through it really fast and activate it. Oh, no, no. That, that is even worse. Do successes. not do that. I'm very fast. I'll be fine. Two whole succeeds. Two whole succeeds. As you start looking at this trap, you think rather than any sort of projectile, it might release a sort of gas from these holes. And as you look slightly further down the corridor, 
in about every five every five feet or so for until like, the corridor curves around you can't see anymore you can see more of these holes in the wall and you think they're probably done by pressure plates and as you look you can see okay. there's some form of pattern on the floor and above on the ceiling there is an inscription Ooh, I'm gonna read is it is it in Norse? yeah yeah what language is it? yes this? it is in oh, Norse God. if only <laughs> one of your party members knew that language I know actually I think oh, technically no. <laughs> two of them do yeah well Madison and Loki can three surely yeah unless you're saying Fred does as well Fred would be able to do Old English. Yeah, Fred can do Old English. I'm kind of guessing that um, it's this works like a little bit like uh, Percy Jackson, the the unnamed media property. A lot of our games is uh, based on totally. (laughs) Um, Yeah, where like if you're descended from one pantheon, you can just sort of read everything from that pantheon magically in your brain. I like to think all of the like every time Flora sees something in Chinese and can just read it because she was never formally taught Chinese, she just assumes it's in English. (laughs) Nice. <laughs> that would track. <laughs> She's like, what do you mean you guys can't read that? Yeah. She's going through the like the tiny instruction print with a, a device she just bought. And she's like, oh, it's in English twice. That's interesting. I wonder why they did that. <laughs> that was very silly. I found a really good riddle that I was going to use for this. And I now can't find it. So give me a minute to search. A widdle. A widdle, indeed. Ooh-woo. A really old widdle. Oh. Whoa. Uh, I have, I do have a big list of riddles, but I do know the answers to them. So that probably. I was going to say help. you can't give the riddle yeah. to the DM, surely. Uh, <laughs> they the, might. The, they're in my miscellaneous D and D planning stuff, where it's just a list of random dungeon puzzles and/or riddles. I don't really like using riddles because you realise that either they're too easy or the players just don't get it at all. And also, it leads to the question of like. Should the, the players have to make sense? How, yeah, how does the player roleplay it? If that makes sense, because yeah. mm. it's like a lot of riddles are based on because it, it's not like you know, Grokgar the orc barbarian is going to be able with like intelligence six is going to be able to work this out compared That's to like partly why I don't play really low end characters because I just can't get out of character. If I see a puzzle, I have to solve it. Yeah, it's always, it's always kind of the case with puzzles where it's hard for you to roleplay whether your character would know the situ- the answer yeah. even if you don't. Because obviously we are all somewhat educated. <laughs> I say I'm the only person in this group that does not have multiple uh, degrees. So Woo! that's all right. Well, there you are. Uh, what I like to do for riddles might be though. going for a third in a couple of years. Congratulations <laughs> to Am for passing for passing hers. So. Woo woo! Yeah, that, that, we already that's... knew you were going to like guys. ace it anyway, but now we have a piece of paper that says it. <laughs> Thank you. So so short, short, shortly we we may be in a situation there where. Um, Luce and Greg both have three degrees. <laughs> Oops. I'm working on it. We'll that... be the cool kids in the corner. Just so Happy many goofy. names. Um, Luce, are you going to try and riddle us? Are you still looking for it? Because because I have some bad small talk I can make. Oh, I can carry on. Can I'm interested to see what riddles you put up against three dungeon masters who have made multiple dungeons and of riddles for their players. Oh my god, I need D and D riddles. Yep. Anyway. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. It's not going to be like a. Oh, I, it's not like a difficult one, but it's just a fun one. I like a fun. I one. have a galaxy brain move which I DM, which I've started doing, which is I make up a riddle that I don't know the answer to and just see what the players yeah. come up with. And then you're like, Yeah, that, that seems good. 
Let's go I, with I, that. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Really hate that. <laughs> yeah, it's very on brand for Um Speaking of riddles, the Edge Chronicles, written by Chris Riddell, there's the segue, a, a, um, has a, a <laughs> has an RPG game which I'm quite keen to oh, try at fun, some actually. point. Can you be a sky pirate? Uh, you can be a sky. Oh, of course, you can be a sky. Say no more. <laughs> yeah. We're all just going to rock up to this game that Will will run. As Maybe oh, that will be a really great one-shot after it would this. Be a great one-shot. Um, I, can, I can do that as a one-shot between seasons. Yeah. The Edge Chronicles is linked with like Treasure I, Treasure Planet as one of my favourite things. It's like aliens, but like old-school aesthetic. They do have a similar aesthetic, actually, and not yeah. just because of the Sky Pirates. Um, I mean, yeah. the, the Sky Pirates are, are cool. They are it, cool, but they a similar vibe. I have found it in all my various unnamed pieces of paper. Nicely done, Lucy. Yay! Okay, so there's a riddle on the on the thing. It's in Norse. What does it say? Cool. I will read it out loud, but I will also put it in the chat so you guys can actually see in what it says. Chat. Thank you. So, what does man love more than life, fear more than death, or mortal strife? What the poor have, the rich require, and what contented men desire? What the miser spends and the spendthrift saves, and all men carry to their graves. I will obviously repeat that to the rest of the group. Oh, huh. After having read it off the ceiling. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so we're trying to figure I'll, it out, and then we realise that no one us. <laughs> does it Does it rhyme in Norse? <laughs> That's a good it question. Rhymes in a magical That's way a good that question. Is in all languages. Ooh, <laughs> <Yep>. spooky. <laughs> is magic. <laughs> I, I mean, first of all, I thought the 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 second A rhyme was going to be wife, which would have been hilarious. Yeah, I I, I um, didn't also think that. <laughs> but this is a bad riddle. There is nothing that the poor have that the rich should envy. That's bad. I don't like the politics of this riddle. First of all, you're saying this riddle is not egalitarian. I just want to make that clear. I mean, it is underneath the palace. Yeah, read the room. Read the tunnel. <laughs> Um, so... What a very gendered I mean, riddle this is. I wonder if that's a clue. Damn. Or just a product of its times. Time? Is it nice? I really don't know. Um, time? Me? I mean, I guess. But people, I don't think it is do time. People no, carry time to their really grave. People no. don't carry time to their grave. And rich people have a lot of free time. Yeah, and, and poor people, poor don't. people don't. Um... Mm. I feel like it's something kind of like edgy like fear or whatever Ooh. but people don't love fear what a contented person i'm oh, sorry this should be in character people don't love fear like yeah but like you know what the poor have the rich require and contented men desire maybe like danger or adventure but you don't how do you carry like danger to your grave loose are the um patterns on the floor are they like norse letters no so the patterns on the floor there seem to be different coloured... like For the rest of this um, password, it seems to be almost organic. Not organic, but it's stone, but doesn't mm-hmm. look like carved. But here, there seems to be different colours on the floor. Not bright. Okay. They're quite muted. There's some very, very light colours. Like all, okay. like, it's white. It's black. And there's okay. these, these sort of different... This is very, very dark blue that almost seems to shine with pinpricks of light like stars and okay. it's very very 
dark rusty red. These are four colours and they're in patterns, sort of randomly, almost hexagonals, scattered across the floor. Okay, because we could, um, if we don't have any answers immediately off the top of our head, whilst our brains are considering a possible answer, and by our brains I mean you two, points at Ellie and Madison, uh, let's see if we can reverse engineer this. Because what could the panel symbolise that could be an answer to that riddle, you know what I mean? You gotta, I assume it's where we can step. Or where we can't step. Yeah, That's but the I mean, the, the, answer, the answer to this... Yeah, the answer to this riddle isn't, like, blue. No. You know what I mean? Um, I so if we can if we can work out what these symbolize, we can also, like, power of deduction it, I think. Um, you, um, Loki, any ideas as to what these might represent? You, you know this place? Well, I'd say the rusty ones look like blood. It might actually mm. be blood, thinking about it blood. I'm assuming the white and black are life and death? Possibly. Um, mm. Maybe light? Something like that? Okay, we'll do them as like, we'll consider them as like life and death, light and dark, for now. Um, and the blue? I mean, my first thought is like, with all the stars, maybe just like, like the void or like eternity or something. Or like, stars or like, wishes or hmm. Um, stars, mm. wishes, eternity that kind of thing. Out of character, this um, riddle is bothering me because I have read it before whilst looking for riddles. <laughs> and I can't oh, remember no! what the answer is. You can't remember what the answer <laughs> is. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Um, can I do like a straight up intelligence roll to see if I can have a hint from the GM? Yeah, um, roll the, if you want to roll intellect academics. Okay. Can I not roll cunning? I'll allow cunning academics, yes. Thank you. I think it's fair to argue cunning for this. Two I, yeah, successes. Okay. Okay, that is three, four, four successes. Four successes, very nice. Rather than it being anything concrete, like an actual thing, you think it's more of an idea, and it's probably maybe a lack of something? Okay. Hmm. <laughs> A lack of something. Um, you know, guys, I feel like this might be like an idea, like a lack of something. Right. Mm. Like a lack of... Mm. Well, um, a miser wouldn't spend money. Yeah, obviously it's not money. Because the poor have it and the rich require it. Uh, I, hmm. No, but um, my, the whole point what, of a miser is they s- don't spend anything. But it yeah, says what the what miser spends. Spend so what would a miser be spending? Rare. Like worry, time, life. I'm going to very tentatively and slowly start to step on a white tile and see if anyone stops me. Oh, uh, Claire is just fully going to like grab uh, for under the arms and just pull her back. <laughs> Not today. You know, I think this is becoming a pattern and I can't say I enjoy it. Uh, well, what do the poor have? What do the rich require? Well, if you're contented, what do you want? Something else to, to be content about. Something to do. But if you're already content, 
you don't have like danger or fear. Um, this is why I think it's something bad. Yeah. Yeah. But then um, it can't be fear because fear is already in there in the second line as a part of the question. And also the first line, love more than life. Fear more than death. Do people fear things more than death? Most people are scared of dying, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, I, you? I don't know. I, I mean, there's die. things that I'm like more worried about than like Same. me dying. Like, like my family, you know? So I say we cross out the black and white straight away then. Because it's not death or life, and that's what we're thinking they represent. So actually, I'm glad you stopped me. Um, I, mean, I think it might be the, the weird star yeah, one. Just because they're an outlier. Um, I have an idea. Oh, no. I just want to check something in my character notes. Is it your intelligence level? <laughs> no. Where is it? Okay, cool. I can summon it for other people. Um, I'd like to summon my somersault cloud. Okay. Um, we don't know if there's like a, pl- a pressure plate or not. There, we thought it was a. Loose told us that we thought it'd be activated. It's activated by the pressure plates by stepping on the wrong pattern. Yeah, but it also might just not be, or it might be magical if you just pass over it. Uh, I'm gonna kind of look to Loki and be like, "Do you?" Do you think I have a cloud that lets me fly? I was thinking maybe I could put a couple of you guys on it and send you over. Um, you notice Loki is still doing that floating thing. They'll be fine. So they they take a couple of steps. They take yeah. a couple of steps and like stand over one of the they stand over the red tile. Mm-hmm. Nothing seems to happen. Cool. Stand over a white tile. Nothing seems to happen. They start walking forward doesn't seem to be affecting the Wait, floor in any way. come back. Come back, come back. Coming. They do, they turn around. Um, would you mind carrying Madison? Oh, very well. <laughs> Again, the awkward eye contact, and then Madison, like, no, Loki scoops Madison up in a bridal carry. Very, I secretly offer Fred a high five. Striding like a down, down the hallway. Fred high fives back. Awesome, dude. Cool, so why don't I summon my cloud and then Fred can get on it. Maybe you too, Ellie? And then I'm pretty fast. Yeah. Cleo does sports, so she's probably pretty fast. Um, and worst case scenario, we just run. I think. If we get it wrong. Aim for the blue tiles. I think so too. But yes, um, um, the cloud. Cleo, do you want to go on the cloud, or are you cool to do it with me? Um, I'll do it with you. It's fine. Okie dokie. Cool. Um, Luz, can I use my cloud for this session and pop Fred and Elspeth on it? Yes, and I will say you can send them down the corridor. You can still be in control of the cloud, but I would let you yeah. do this. I will be benevolent. Thank you. I was like, I don't think elspeth would do well if we had to run really fast so i was like please can i put two it's better than like i mean because loki could just come back and get elspeth so um but i want to solve this puzzle (laughs) you have very little faith in my my running ability um shall we okay do you want to go first to to cleo or shall i um i guess i'll go first like 
I can take a hit, so if we're gonna get hit by something, it might as well be me, you know? I do an elaborate bow and, like, gesture to the dark blue tile. Okay, I'm gonna step on the dark blue tile. You're gonna step on it? Yes. <laughs> yep. As you step on it, you feel it give slightly beneath your foot. Uh, no. And it sinks slightly into the floor. Nothing else seems to happen. Yes! Whew. Hey, 20% chance, right guys? 25. Yeah, I, def- I can't do that. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Um, cool. Dark blue. Let's go. And I'm right. like a little kid following in Cleo's footsteps. Oh. Me and Fred are floating on our cloud. Yep. I'm. And you guys quietly will make your way the world under my breath. Down this <laughs> section of the corridor. So, we still don't know the answer. Halfway through us trying no. to solve the riddle, Will did message uh, me on private I, Discord going, I know I, the answer I, to this riddle. I, I know the answer, but that's because I have played it in a D&D game before, so I didn't want to, like, come out the game. Fair Will enough. you tell us what it is? L- lose? Is that allowed? Yeah, go for it. Uh, the answer is nothing. Nothing. Ah. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah, that makes That's sense. There is cool. nothing in the void, yeah. so the dark blue star ones. Yeah, white was life, black was death, and red was war. Interesting. Nice. I like that. And I had read it before. And it <laughs> so Flora's just me. like, huh, I wonder I what the answer it. to that was. <laughs> As you guys continue down, after a while, these hexagonal panels seem to peter out as the holes in the wall. And you're sort of going... Carrying on down this passage, and you can almost hear this. You know when you listen to a bass on a really on like a subwoofer, and you almost can't hear it, but you know it's there. Yes. There's this sort of pulsing of this. It's not. It's not sound, but you can feel it passing mm. through your bodies. It's getting heavier as you go further down this passageway. And you've noticed that more and more of these smaller passageways, like joining onto this one, leading down. So the passageway is, and the passageway is ever so slightly widening. And it takes most of the rest of the time you've been going. It's quite a gentle curve round and down. It sort of mm-hmm. does almost a sharp, continuing in the way it's curving. It does quite a sharp bend, and then it's straight down. And it's actually in rather than being a slope. You start, it starts to be these big, and now it's the carved stairs with patterns, and it seems to be a tree with various figures running through it. It's a squirrel, and there seems to be a dragon. Ooh. You walk down this these stairs, and approaching, you start to approach this the flat room and it is immense it's there's big pillars and it is dark and as you guys step off the end of the staircase these sconces around these pillars light up with flames and it's sort of this as the first ones light up then the next ones do down these pillars and ahead of you you see this golden door that must be maybe a hundred feet high and in proportion just as wide and it seems to be they seem to be made of pure gold 
this is the entrance to the vault. What are you guys going to do? Sorry, can you just describe the door again in detail? I'm going to go take a look at it, I guess. I'm going to investigate yeah, the door. So as you get closer, you see you're only going to be able to really look in detail at a tiny section of the door. But it mm. seems to be made of pure gold. And as you get closer, you can see these tiny, tiny runes carved all over it. Some of them you can read because it's in Norse, but there seems to be runes in languages you've never heard, even heard of. These carvings. And they almost seem to be, this seems to almost be part of the pulsing. They seem to pulse in time with that feeling that's mm. emanating from something inside this place. Can I, using my presence of magic, Nauk, which helps me locate magical Ooh. sources nearby and stuff, can I work out if the door is the source of the pulsing or if it's behind the door? Yeah, so as you sort of activate this and you try and look at the magic, you're almost blinded by the amount of magic coming off from this door. It gives you those, you know, those white spots behind your mm. eyes when you've looked too long at the sun. But even through that, you can tell that this door is heavily magical and it's heavily alarmed and there seems to be quite nasty enchantments woven through the metal itself, maybe when it was forged. But the pulsing is coming from something inside the vault. Interesting. Hmm. You got any plans on how to get in? Um, well, the, it seems to be heavily enchanted. Probably to do with these runes that you can see around here. I wonder if maybe we could deactivate yeah. some of them, or uh, or perhaps there's just a sneaky side entrance. I mean, if you had a giant door like this in your vault, you you either really would use it as your only door, or you'd have a sneaky entrance to avoid it. You know, it probably takes a lot of setting up. Yeah, you're right. So can depending you roll on me, the... cunning. Oh, I'm not bad. I'm not good at that. <laughs> <laughs> or actually, intellect subterfuge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Were you going to say cunning subterfuge? That would have been one dice. No, I was going to say cunning <laughs> academics, but I think intellect subterfuge makes more sense. Yeah, that comes to about the same. Four yeah. crimes. <laughs> uh, intellect subterfuge. So that's just three dice. Um, one of which explodes. Uh, one success. One success. You're looking at this door. And it's very flashy. And you've seen the magic partially that sort of blinded you from looking at this. This would take, even if you knew how to do it and had a key, this would take a ridiculously long time to open. Sort of impractically long. Mm. So you think, if this was your vault, you'd have a way in that you knew about and no one else did. Can I look around? Is, this is the only passage coming in, right? Or they all lead into this one big... Yeah, there's other passages leading down into this room on similar sets of stairs, mm. but nothing going off this room, if that makes Ellie, sense. Ellie, do you going... share this information with us? I'm going to start looking at the sort of the sides of the tunnel, I guess, the passageway around the door, um, and say, guys, just... I think there might be a, a di another way in. Um... Do I help me I'm gonna go look at the tree as soon as she says that. Look at the tree. Nice. Mm -hmm. What are you looking for at the tree? 
Um, I'm looking for a because I remember like the, like all those little fairy stories of like fairies having doors to other worlds and stuff in the trunks of trees. So I'm gonna go see if there's a door in the tree trunk. <laughs> Roll me subterfuge. Mm-hmm. Resolve. Ooh, that's not good. Uh, resolve. resolve. That's three. That's three dice. Yeah, I think that's the first. Ooh. Uh, okay, one success. You're looking at this tree, and you're looking at it for quite a long time, and you're not quite sure what you're seeing. There's, there's very... It's, the detail in the carving is fantastic. There's all these loops and walls in the tree itself. And you take another step forward, and you feel something give slightly under your feet. You seem to have put them into two you, almost invisible grooves. And as you do so, the squirrel that's carved onto one of the branches winks at you. <laughs> and trots dude. along its branch and disappears into the wall. I'm gonna be like, I, I want to shout so that I get everyone's attention. I want to be like, "Hey guys, watch this!" And I'm gonna try and walk into the wall and follow the squirrel. Cool. How are you doing that? I'm gonna shimmy up the tree and follow it on the branch where it went. Okay, so exactly the same way. Mm, exactly the same way. Okay. You follow this carved squirrel, and as you do, you're getting closer and closer to the wall, and you start feeling this sort of idea that, oh, this is stupid. This isn't gonna work. It's a wall. And as you put your hand on it, it still feels like stone, but your hands start to go into the wall. Yes! And you start yeah, to follow. Spooky. And I'm you, going for it. It almost, the wall almost ripples, and it, it, it's putting pressure against you. It's, it's, there is still something solid there, but it's almost liquidy, and you walk through. Um, nice. This weird feeling sort of goes from your feet all the way up to the top of your head, almost like a feeling of static, and you can feel your hair stand on end. This is so cool. And you push through. It's quite quite a thick distance, but you push through, and you enter a room that you think probably matches the doors. Everything is golden. <gasps> Oh my god. And you are in the vault. Dun dun dun. I did it. I'm a master cat burglar. I mean, can you roll me? Burglar, right? Oh no. <laughs> Dexterity athletics. It was please. a trap all along. I'm going to get attacked <laughs> by Rapidos the squirrel. Giant squirrel. Attack. One, two, three. Dexterity athletics. Okay, that's four. That's seven dice. Uh, Seven dice. One, two. That's three successes. Nice. You hear something whistling through the air behind you, and you duck out of the way as this huge halberd, the blade of which slams oh. into the floor where you are standing, and carves a groove deep into the floor. And you turn around, and you see this huge figure in golden armour. But as you look closely, 
it seems to be almost skeletal. It still has skin, but it's pulled very tight against the bones. And its eyes are glowing blue. And it lifts up this halberd again and goes in for another swing. And that is where we're going to end this episode. Oh, what a good ending. Woof! That's good, I like that. Whoopsie! <laughs> I'm so glad I got everyone's attention before going into the wall, because yeah, I was kind of like, just Laura would just kind of... Yeah, she might just yeah. walk into the wall without telling anyone. Walks into the wall, gets decapitated immediately. Never seen again. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, <laughs> This is this was this was a big episode for all of us, I think. We're one for one on the podcast. Yeah, it was. Yeah, we all got to shine. We didn't really get yeah. the riddle going, but we we managed to avoid the big shiny door. Yeah. Well, you've sort of figured out vaguely what you were doing with the riddle, even if you didn't figure out the answer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I have a very good segue here, if, if we would like oh, it. Yes. Ooh. Is it a Christmassy segue? So, Merry. It is. Ooh. It is a Christmas pun segue. I like it. Merry Christmas, everyone! And this year, all we want from you, rather than presents, is your presence. No. Which, uh, which, of course, you can give us by listening along to both future and past uh, episodes of this podcast uh, on Spotify, iTunes, Acast, or wherever else you get your podcasts at A Rendezvous with Destiny. And you can, of course, follow along and tweet at us at rwd underscore pod don't forget to use the hashtag rwd pod and we'll shout you out for supporting us does anyone else have anything they would like to advertise yes hello i have a website i do freelance editing um you should come check me out at ameliachism.co.uk and if you uh like my sweet smooth tones you should also check me out on uh my other podcast deck of many aces it's a DD podcast i play the party tank which is very different from flora but just as stupid nice Nah, I've got nothing. I've got. I have nothing. I hope everyone's been enjoying our um, advent calendar content this month. Oh, yes. Yes. Thanks to Will for putting that together. I'm I'm sweating because <laughs> I have not yet I put can together this content. Because I know it's definitely <laughs> happened. Yeah. Um, it will no definitely have happened. Has it happened it, yet? It will, it will have happened. <laughs> so okay, thank I'm you, Skyons, and uh, we will see you next time. Have a very merry Christmas. Yeah, have Goodbye. a great Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas. Adios. This material is unofficial and is not endorsed by Onyx Path. We are claiming no ownership over Onyx Path intellectual properties, game systems, art or stories, which remain the properties of the rights holders. All characters, names and locations used are either public domain or are entirely fictional and bear no intended resemblance to their real life counterparts. If you have any legal issues, please contact us directly.